0: everybody, welcome to a special edition of Dadgum Enrique's Review a Movie. I'm one of your co-hosts, Luke Dadgum Petri.
1: And I'm Gordon Rika Strickler. This week we're doing something a little different than normal. We're going through the prior seasons of Stranger Things in anticipation for the upcoming third season. Mm -hmm. And we decided to kind of just touch base on what our feelings were around those when we first saw these episodes and these these seasons. And kind of talk through the characters as they've developed up through the first two seasons. And then we're going to fully dissect and run through a review of the third season. Uh, by the end of the week, first and foremost, uh, stranger things was, it was a Netflix original. It mm-hmm. was by the Duffer brothers who had had some minor success with wayward pines, which was a mis- mystery thriller TV show. That was about two seasons long going into the first season. Most of the cast was relatively unknown. Winona Ryder, David Harbour, Matthew Modine kind of, kind of led this cast into and through uh, the first two seasons. So um, most of the kids uh, I don't think had a lot of exposure outside of this. They may have had some minor appearances here and there, but for the most part, this was um, sort of the unveiling of of most of these uh, these actors and actresses. Yeah, it
0: definitely kicked off a couple of them's careers.
1: Yeah, this um this still today holds a very 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 high rating in Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's a ninety six percent audience score, sitting at ninety five percent. So mm-hmm. it's one of the one of the few times it seems like both of those are aligned. So that's a blended score of ninety five five. So that's about as high as you can get without just being perfect in Rotten Tomatoes. Is
0: that the series or is that just season one? No, that's just season one. Actually,
1: the series itself, I think, is at like a 94%. Dang. Something like that. So um, we decided to, instead of breaking down the season in its entirety, kind of just talk about what happened from a surface level and sort of where our feelings were with everything. So Luke, do you remember when you first saw this and what your first reactions to the show were?
0: Um, Well, I was super hesitant to even start this show just because the, the preview of it looked pretty terrifying actually and if there wasn't for just you know i don't know four or five young children i probably wouldn't have ever watched this um and i just mean you know the cast not like four young children told me to watch this but (laughs) the the cast i was like well if you know if they're in it surely it can't be that bad i don't remember who it may have been maria actually that said you guys need to watch this and i and i was absolutely watch this thing in a week I yeah mean, there was there was no way i wasn't going to finish this as soon as i started it
1: yeah and i i don't i don't know how we stumbled across this so it had to be maria i mean netflix that's sort of one of the downfalls of netflix is that like if you don't watch netflix enough that you get their suggestions on what you should see mm-hmm. you may never see this now yep. i don't think as big as this has gotten everyone in the world's going to see it in their netflix account but right That is sort of like a drawback to to this process. So I I remember going into this and and I had zero expectation. I had not seen a commercial for it. I hadn't seen anything. We just jumped right into it. And this hit every 80s feeling for me. And it, I just, I love this from start to finish. There was no bad part to this. Right. There were a couple of scenes that are a little weaker than others, but for the most part, this was really fun. So now that two or three years has passed and you've rewatched this, do you get the same feeling off oh, this? absolutely. So it I totally loved, held I up for you? I loved
0: every single episode. I just rewatched them. Uh, there was days where I watched four episodes and uh, a lot of people might not know this, but I'm a, I'm a one episode person a day. Uh, I get bored, typically, or I just want to go do something else, and with these, I was like, nope, let's roll another, so yeah. I thought that was really awesome.
1: Yeah, I do want to say, I'm getting ready to start talking about some of the depth of this, so spoiler warning warnings to anyone who hasn't seen season one of this yet, um, it is going, we're going to ruin some stuff here, so, <laughs> so what I wanted to say is, do you think the Will Byers mystery holds up watching it a second time?
0: Um, yeah,
1: I think it does,
0: I think that after seeing season two, which I don't want to talk about too much, but... I think that it could have been more actually, and okay. I don't really know how exactly, but I I, I didn't feel as weird for him yeah. as I guess I did in in the first time I went through it, and I think it's just because the world wasn't as big yet or anything like that. Right.
1: But. I know. I know. As I was going through it, sort of. The, I think the only thing that didn't I don't want to say it didn't hold up that didn't have the same charm to it was the mystery around the lights yeah like that was a big deal the it first was. time you go through is watching the lights come up mm-hmm. that was like whoa what is going on there and how are they figure this out and that knowing how that kind of ended ruined that for me but it, it didn't ruin it for me it just right. it just didn't ha- hold the same intensity to it yeah. i would say
0: i will say that the second time i watched it uh through episode one and two i was kind of kind of giddy on okay let's pick it up just a tad just so that we can get to the good stuff yeah demogorgon
1: yeah yeah so um I we we talked at length on how to do this and what we decided is that outside of going through what we just did that we're really going to talk more about the characters in both this recap and the season two recap that we'll do following this and sort of talk about their development and where our feelings were around them and then we'll we'll take a few minutes to just throw out some last minute thoughts and or nitpicks on the show and then wrap this thing up so. I think it's probably most appropriate to start with the, I'm going to say the core four guys mm-hmm. yep. who kind of kick all this off. All right. So let's start with the most least impactful probably, which was Will.
0: Yeah. He was least impactful because he wasn't in it. Very yeah. Much. I mean, yeah. he was
1: maybe on screen time, 20 minutes.
0: So like in the first episode is, is where he's introduced and they just got done playing the, the D and D game and he's riding his bike home. And, he didn't seem like a, a whiny kid no. too, too much. He looked like a little bit of a mama's boy, I guess is the best way to describe it. He's kind of, I don't even know where to go with that. But Yeah, no, I think, I think a mama's boy is yeah, good. I, but... I, I, I think that he, uh, as a character, is probably really great for that role, but yep. I just didn't get to you know experience him that much in well the i mean one season. of the
1: things that was kind of weird to me and then we you know we'll move through is is will is a little bit of a mixed blend of scaredy cat and not at all i mean this kid is the one that ran out and grabbed a gun to fight off the demogorgon yeah and he's taking crap from school bullies like i, I don't yeah. know that was a little inconsistent but will i think there's a toughness to will that probably doesn't exist in the other three like i think if you dropped the, the other three into this world they wouldn't have made it I don't. I don't think so.
0: Well, I mean, from what I remember, he pretty much just hid in his shelter.
1: He did, did, but so he has that fight, flight, or survival mode. It's just you know, I look at. So let's just move over to Dustin, and I think we should do you know (laughs) Dustin Dustin and Lucas Lucas at the same time because they're kind of a one-two combo.
0: Well, you say that, but in the in the first season for me, I thought Lucas was kind of whiny.
1: Oh, see, I loved Lucas. Lucas was one of my favorites,
0: but I just think that he's kind of complaining he's he's the most realistic that's what i was gonna say i think he's
1: the most grounded out of them yeah he's the one that's like hey guys this isn't normal no we (laughs) shouldn't be okay (laughs) with doing this like he's
0: got superpowers we need to run (laughs) yeah
1: he's also like he's also um kind of tagged as uh mike the main character's best friend Mm -hmm. through the course of they actually make a point to do that and i didn't buy that at all because i would have thought that mike and will (laughs) were best friends more so than anything else and that Lucas and Dustin were best friends, and then they were like a group together. Because if you look at how Lucas and Dustin's interaction are with one another, they're yeah. always the ones interacting. Right. Will was always the one pushing. I'm sorry, Mike was always the one pushing for Will uh, to get to Will. So like right. it just, it, I didn't, it didn't. It was weird to me when they threw that out. But no, those two together were incredible. I loved their like chemistry and their bickering. It was it was great. And well, then- I
0: think it's primarily dustin though that dude is great no he
1: is he he um definitely in season one dustin i think stole the show from everyone yeah he did. like no, he was he was the him. highlight and and the when teeth we were great yeah, when we get into season two dustin and his development are something i want to focus on but i don't want to spoil it here at all and then last but not least within the group we have will who i, I i'm not a big fan of will if, if you mean mike uh, mike thank you i'm yep, sorry okay. mike the main character mike yeah. Yeah, he, out of everyone in this show, is probably my l- second least favorite. I'll go second least favorite, because there is a character in this I just can't stand.
0: Yeah, uh, I like Mike. I think that he does... Uh, great for what he's supposed to be doing um i think that he feeds off 11 really well i, I agree with that and 11 you know just saying mike so i think yeah. that <laughs> i think that they are actually really great to today i, I, I do. like mike a he's lot, the actually.
1: one that feels more complaining to me than than lucas did like really yeah mike just felt like it was just a constant stream of
0: well i don't want to say lucas was complaining because he was realistic but he was like no we don't need to go there we don't need to follow her she's the worst.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, he's also, yeah, he didn't blindly trust her at all. No, he didn't. So now that we've mentioned Eleven, though, so this is, I would say this is arguably the other co star of this show with mm-hmm. Mike in terms of the children. Eleven, who is, <laughs> I'm going to throw her out, Millie Bobby Brown, just because I hate saying her name. And I feel yep. like every time she comes on, I have to put myself through that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we have Eleven who plays uh, a government experiment gone good. Actually, probably yeah, is the way to I describe it. It's exactly what they wanted um, out of her. She has the powers of uh, telekinesis, or te- yeah, that's where you can move stuff with your mind. So yeah. she she breaks out of the government facility and stumbles across these kids. And so, what would you think of Eleven?
0: I think she's the best non acting actor in the show. She yes. just has to stand there, well, and, and not do anything. Well, see, so I would like-
1: argue that like she, so I think I think she actually is one of the better acting actors which is the opposite of what you said just because everything she has to do is through facial expression she has to get everything out conversation everything through the looks her, her like she makes on her face well
0: i think that all they had to say was like hey just be confused a little bit
1: no, no true okay so knowing what we know about godzilla do you do we think she's gonna speak ever like in and, full sentences and- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> i would be hesitant after watching that performance to let her go much further than this
0: um i'd be fine with that though if she didn't i think i like her facial expressions whenever she screams and everything like you believe it that she's in pain or that she's trying to get people away so i she is good in that sense but for the most part she's just one word and in a little bit of a confused face.
1: Right, yeah. So I, the synergy of this group is is next level. I mean, there is not one of these five kids that yeah. doesn't click with one another yep. in some capacity, and they all have interconnected relationships with one another, meaning mm-hmm. that like, the synergy between them isn't just a uniform feeling. There is You can feel different relationships between them all. And the mm-hmm. fact that... You know we talked about lucas being the most grounded but dustin honestly is probably the one that's most grounded in terms of like the friends come first type feeling oh, yeah. like so he definitely referees all of that yes he does and he it's g- and it was them just them all together yeah. whenever
0: they're fighting it's like nope we need to either talk it out or I kind of they kind of just say you just have to apologize and then we're all friends again yeah no cool. basically
1: <laughs> but i also feel like so an indirect thing that came off of this and we haven't talked about this at all but like through the first two or three um episodes of watching season one again i was like oh so this is why it got a remake because I feel like when I watched this, I was like, they want to capitalize on this in a big screen capacity. And the closest thing probably to that is the childhood version of it. And it keeps the same suspense. It touches sort of an eighties feel in an indirect manner. So I feel like whether it's true or not, it got sparked from watching this group again. So as we get off of the kids and we go into, let's go to the, uh, uh the adults. So I'm going to the far end of the spectrum before okay. we come back to the teenagers. Yep. Cause I want to end with the teenagers because sure. there's a lot to talk about there, but, um, the adults in this outside of, I would say chief Hopper and probably Joyce Byers, mm-hmm. you could argue that maybe Mike's mom is enough of mm. a presence in here, but it's really just those two, in my opinion, yeah, Hopper and, and Joyce what are your what are your thoughts around them
0: Uh, uh, just those two yeah let's just stick with those two i think that uh joyce plays an incredible crazy woman yeah i she sold me that she is just bat crap okay yeah
1: she definitely is she's also my this is the one i hate the most in the show oh really like i feel like there is not a single sentence that comes out of her mouth that doesn't sound like she's whining at any given time and i get that she's going through tragic mom but even when he's back it's it's I just it got borderline unbearable at times for me <laughs> listening to her just complain.
0: I mean, I can but see that but she is crazy. I mean, she is she's crazy. I don't know anybody better that could have played that role. I
1: don't I don't know either. Maybe Jack really Black. Good.
0: Yeah, Jack Black would
1: have <laughs> <laughs> But um now Hop Hop um Hopper. He he quickly became he's definitely my my probably my favorite character in this aside from like Dustin and mm-hmm. and that but well, he's in the top three. Yeah. But he, like, I love I love Hopper. Like, okay. he, he was great in this. And, yeah. and not just because he's playing sort of the brooding, sad uh, cop, but just everything. His delivery, his humor, yep. whatever, whatever he brought to the humor. table was great.
0: And I love how he, like really takes in i'm a small town cop like he goes there yeah. and somebody calls in he's like ah don't talk to me i'm, I'm eating a donut first yeah. and it's like well i love how he's always first.
1: stealing food and it's not just in yeah. the, like the last scene but he's <laughs> always <laughs> taking food like so this guy is he's really living on like the edge of just self-destruction at any given moment yeah so i really like the development there <sighs> So let's, unless you have anything else on the adults, let's get into the teenagers. No, I
0: just think they're really, they're casted incredibly. I thought they did a really good job.
1: Yeah. So to take a step back first, so you have the kids and, and the growth and the development of the kids. It isn't really, I would say a lot. They're kind of already an established core group. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't really change much from beginning to end other than that they learn about all of this. Um, even in the adults, you can say they didn't really change that much. Joyce is still crazy at the end. Hopper's right. still in a really crappy situation yeah but i feel like the teenagers changed a lot through the yes, course of this show specifically one yeah so let's go i don't know which one you want to start with first so i just uh, throw out which i think one... we're gonna start with nancy okay let's start with nancy so i and I, I don't remember what maria's feeling was i loved nancy i do too i loved nancy from beginning to end she was the perfect sort of 80s perfect girl mm-hmm. that was going into the cool kids and, and kind of regretting it. And she pulled it off really good. And I'm going to throw in Barb, even though Barb isn't, you know what my biggest regret here with Barb, because I'm going to attach Barb to Nancy, but can you imagine if they had just said, Barb's going to live and we're going to give her the nail baseball bat. Like she would have like clobbered <laughs> that thing. Barb was a, I just, Barb was a beast to be reckoned with. If I you love
0: back. how impactful Barb was for her. Maybe having 10 minutes of screen time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which no, is, I, that's incredible. Yeah, no, it really was. And I mean, the fact that she kind of ended up just being this afterthought, which was alluded to a little bit in the very, very end. But like, yeah. no one really put a lot of effort into I Barb. <laughs> <I> didn't. <laughs> but she would. Yeah. She, the Demogorgon may have been in a different position had she had that bat at the end. Like it was going <laughs> to be brutal. <laughs> but no, I love Nancy. I mean, Nancy. Um. Nancy's storyline and her, even her chemistry with her brother, like everything felt good and genuine. Yeah, it there. felt
0: real. Her and Mike's relationship is like. It's really it's good. It's real.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Jonathan next.
0: He's, he's the creepy kid,
1: but. How is Jonathan not creepy from start to finish? Like, I never get off the creeper vibe. No, I, don't I don't care either. what you've done. If you're snapping pictures of the girl you like undressing Yep, and you get caught with them, that doesn't get erased because you're sad
0: right no, like, oh, well like, his brother died so you know I, you know how they are i don't know
1: man like once you start going down that path you've changed as a human on some level sometimes yeah. i mean it's like he's creepy his face is creepy i don't it like is. looking at his face i don't it's like it's like undeveloped or something like something didn't happen right, right. there it was
0: and and you can tell that this is a time before cell phones because of the scene where nancy and uh, jonathan have that kind of spooky moment where they see the demogorgon and they're running from it and Nancy's like, will you just stay the night with me? Right. Instead of being like, hey, Steve.
1: Yeah. I, I need you, man. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd want creepy kids sleeping in my room. No. Been, I don't understand that. That 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 I didn't get much. I didn't get that one at all. And I get that, like you know but the one okay so i'm going to backtrack and say the one thing i did like with jonathan was that i did feel like his relationship with will was actually pretty Ooh, good and their chemistry really, yeah. was good as a younger and older brother so yeah they, that, they had that a difficult
0: household and and they were sticking together and he yeah. was trying to be the father figure that will didn't have in
1: his life exactly yep so let's go, let's go to steve and i'm going to not let my my feelings about future steve impact past steve because yeah, there's you, you there's can. two different steves two here different steve's. okay first, first of all <laughs> first, it's
0: like first five episodes steve yeah is the ultra douche yeah
1: he is but steve is steve is awesome even in this steve is awesome he i just is. think he's dialed back and they and they don't let you see he first of all his hair is the best thing on television <laughs> it <just without>. <laughs> like, growing it keeps getting bigger <laughs> and bigger yes. and bigger and like I get that he's ultra douche, but, like, in hindsight, when I watch this, because I was actually going into this saying, I remember Steve being sort of like the token douche and you're not supposed to like him. Actually, not bad. I think we have the Karate Kid syndrome here where it's like Johnny's not really the bad guy. Daniel LaRusso came in and took his girlfriend and set him up (laughs) and picked fights with him. Like, I feel like Steve is more of a victim of, like, movie perception i mean we're talking about a guy who's mad because another guy was taking pictures of his half-dressed girlfriend
0: yeah but the way that he was mad but was he didn't weird
1: so i there was some confusion around it because they they throw out so here's a spoiler too um at some point steve and nancy go through a little bit of a breakup and they route ra- right like slut on the outside of the theater and all that yeah. stuff in regards to her it wasn't him it wasn't him who did it it was his was friends there. who did he was there sure but he didn't do it. And I, I kind of in my head had it in my mind that he was responsible for that. And I'm bringing up this scene because I am going to take this moment to nitpick one thing. First, if you're going to deface public property. Middle of the day. Where middle of the see, day. And you, you only to. walk 45 feet away as you're doing it again. Yep. Like th- there's no chance you're not arrested for this. Like the there's 80s? there's at least twenty. I wasn't wit- around then. I don't there's know. There's at least it, it twenty was. witnesses at this point. You cannot get up and write a forward sentence on a movie theater <laughs> yeah. screen in the middle of the day and not everyone see you in a small town. That's and true. word like in a small town like that travels fast. Mm-hmm. Like your parents already know before you get home. Yep. And there's not cell phones. This yep. is like telephone and courier pigeon. Yep. Like you're done. <laughs> and then you had the audacity to stand like 40 feet away and you're continuing to do it's just it it was that 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 to me was the most you know in a movie full of fantasy that was the most unrealistic thing i saw that's awesome yeah that's what you think (laughs) so um anything else on the teens
0: uh no i think that uh after episode five it was actually when steve cleaned up the uh, graffiti that he yeah. was doing that's whenever he turned around but it took me like an episode and a half before i was like okay he's actually yeah not the well him getting in pulled
1: world. into sort of the whole fight at the end was awesome yeah, it too was i awesome. laughed through that entire interaction yeah. of him freaking out yeah and then being like oh that's the steve that's future steve future yep. steve starts in episode 10 yeah yeah
0: well about 10 there wasn't even 10 episodes uh,
1: in the eight first. eight episode sure. eight so <laughs> it felt like 10 sometimes um And that's, yeah, anyway, so uh, outside of that, man, I mean, if there's anything else we want to put as like last thoughts around this season, I think again, as we go into season two, we're probably going to just stick with character development and not really the story, because I feel like while we do give the spoiler warning, it's probably more important to watch this from start to finish before going into three through the two seasons, because there is a lot of development and there's way too much material to cover in a 20, 30 minute show.
0: Yeah, that's very true. And I think that season 2 gets some new characters that I absolutely can't wait to talk about.
1: Yeah, me me as well. So anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, so I have one last question and then we can go into our ratings around this and wrap this thing up. Is I'm still through season 1 and even my future knowledge of season 2, I'm still not clear what this organization is. The the one that's doing the experiments and that is 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 where 11 escaped from. I mean, yeah. I know they're in a Department of Energy building, so there's some kind of government organization. But mm-hmm. Do we have any sort of, like, this is not CIA. This is not FBI. Like, who is this?
0: I just think it's a secret group that's trying to get superpowers. I mean, I don't think it's anything, like, far... No, I'm going to say far-fetched. I don't <laughs> think it's anything... Uh, like they're trying to do world domination or anything i think it's just like hey let's test the vine and see what we can do yeah
1: i just i I don't feel like that mystery has even been set up more than it's just this shadow organization and maybe that's all it is and i'm fine with that if that's what it is it's just i'm not clear on what their ties to anything are so um so ratings on this man we've watched this came out three years ago uh roughly what are your thoughts ratings on uh, how it held up this, and everything
0: well it's still this is one of my favorite tv shows ever so uh i don't know what i guess this is what uh i would rate everything again. So i'm gonna go with this as a 10
1: yeah i'm gonna have this in an a plus i mean this there's nothing really bad at this it was hard for me to find a scene i didn't like Yep. this is one of the few shows that as i'm watching it i don't start doing something else on the yeah. side so like it keeps me it keeps me engrossed and entertained so it's good to know All right, everyone. Well, we're currently streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Alexa, and iTunes. So pop on over to any of those platforms and leave us a review or subscribe. That'd really help us out. Check out our Instagram page at DadGumEnricus or our Facebook page at review a movie. Or if you're feeling saucy, go to both. And as always, send us your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns to our email. You can reach us at DadGumEnricus at gmail.com. And we'll find a little bit of time to throw you on the show if you have any questions. If not, we'll just take the comments for what they are. So thank you. Um, We'll catch you guys tomorrow with a recap of season two of Stranger Things, Mm -hmm. and we'll move towards uh, season three. Bye, y'all.